When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Disappointments. To put it plainly, they are not fun. But they are a part of life. A disappointment is the byproduct of an ignorant or an uninformed expectation. You expected something to happen. That just didn't happen. Now, this was the message in church today, and I just had to share it with y'all. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra, the creative actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. And y'all, this episode was literally today. I, I wanted to make this episode today. And I think that it is so timely because... Today's episode is directly related to the message in church. I go to One Church LA and the message today, as you can tell by the title of this podcast, is about disappointment, the gift of disappointment. And it really convicted me. Now, if you would love to, you know, listen to this podcast episode and then go watch the entire sermon, which is more um, Bible backed, which I won't be diving too much into that portion of it on the podcast, but I will link the entire sermon down in the show notes below. You can go watch it on the One Church LA YouTube channel. So with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into our affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is, I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. Let's go ahead and dive in, y'all. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. 
I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. What does making peace look like for you? Let's say it one last time together. I focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. Oh, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. This has been my mantra. Y'all already know what's going on in my life or a little bit about it. You know, we all experience disappointments and things, but lately this has been my mantra and it's had to be my mantra and it has been a part of what has kept me going through all of the disappointment that I have been facing lately. And one thing that I have always believed is that it is in my best interest to focus on what I can control. but. I also realized I had to make peace with what I was not in control of. And I was missing that peace part. I was always saying, focus on what I can control and make peace with what I cannot. And I was not making peace with what I could not control. And that part is so pertinent to your happiness. My favorite thing about disappointments are that they provide clarity and this can look like a lot of different things. Think about the last time you were disappointed. Did you say something like, oh, I'm never doing that again or next time I know better? Y'all, that is clarity. And that is how Pastor Toure, the pastor of one church, which is the church that I go to, which is where I got this message from or I got the, it inspired me to want to share you got, with you guys today about disappointment. That's what he preached on today. Disappointments provide you with clarity. So throughout this episode, I want you to think of some of your biggest disappointments and try to pinpoint what that disappointment provided you more clarity in because you will always find more clarity. It can be hard. I'm not saying that it's easy, but you will always find clarity through your disappointments. Maybe not right away, but at some point you will. So I want to share some of my biggest disappointments and some of the clarity that I have gained from these disappointments. And I could literally go down the rabbit hole, but I'm just going to give a couple of points and move on. And I hope you guys can relate to this in some way. So one of my biggest disappointments, like one of the first biggest disappointments that I want to touch on is one of my, my relationship with my college boyfriend not working out. And that was such a big disappointment for me because y'all, when I say, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, when I say, I thought I was going to marry that man. You could not tell me that we would not be getting married, having kids, living the American dream. Okay. You could not tell me that. So when that relationship fell apart, I was devastated because my faith took a hit as well as just being disappointed that my expectation was not met in the way that I wanted my expectation to be met. I wanted to marry him. Now that's not to say that I will never get married because that relationship didn't work out, but I wanted to marry that man. 
And it took me a long time to one, grieve that relationship properly, heal from it completely and realize that there's another man out there, you know, and I've, I've since had two boyfriends since then, but that provided me with clarity on who I wanted to be outside of a relationship. And it also provided clarity on my mental health. So I realized that I like to suppress, 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 and I don't like to grieve. So the clarity that I got was, okay, Tyra, I see a pain point. I see something that triggers me and I need to work to heal this because it is not working for my good to hold in stuff. It's not working in my favor to not grieve, you know, because you still have that emotion inside of you and you need to figure out how to unleash it in a healthy way. So it provided me clarity more so in my mental health. And it also taught me a lot about relationships and closures. I could literally do a whole episode on that relationship and what it taught me because it was just so polarizing for me to lose that relationship because I had, y'all, I I put all my faith in that relationship and I'm not even kidding. And I also would have never moved to Los Angeles if I would have still been in that relationship. So after that relationship ended and I realized that it wasn't going to happen, I began to open my eyes to the possibility of not living on the East Coast anymore because I was living in New Jersey at the time. So my, I, I opened my eyes to a world of opportunity that I didn't see was there because my judgment was clouded because I had this expectation of what my life would look like. And now look at me, y'all. I'm out here in California. I'm an actress. I have a show on Netflix. Like I, I'm, I'm doing it, you know, and that wouldn't have happened if I would have stayed in that relationship. And after that relationship, I also learned that, or I gained more clarity in what I wanted to do in my life. I always knew I wanted to be an actress, but I realized that I did not want to be an actress on the East Coast. I didn't like living on the East Coast. The snow, all that stuff is not for me. So it was a blessing. All of your disappointments are blessings in disguise. And, I, and I'm and i talking specifically about things like this, where things don't go the way that you you want them to go or your expectation isn't met. The next disappointment that I want to touch on is when I was living on the East Coast, I signed with a talent agency that it was a scam, y'all. And I talked about this in detail on my YouTube channel, so you can definitely check out the, that video on all the scams that I have been involved in and all the wool that has been pulled over my eyes. But I was so excited when this company reached out to me and they wanted to represent me, but they were asking for thousands of dollars. And being the green actor that I was, who had just graduated from um, school for theater, I didn't know that that was not something that I should do. So when I signed the papers and paid my money and all of that kind of stuff, I slowly began to realize that it was not what I thought it would be. And I never got cast and I never saw where that money went, to be completely honest. I had like a photo shoot and some classes, but they asked me for thousands of dollars. And I was disappointed in that because I was like, God, why would you let me go through this? Like, what, why did I deserve this? And I realized that I needed to be better equipped 
to one, advocate for myself. I needed to be able to see all of the ill will that is in the world. And I just needed some real world experience. So it provided me with clarity in a sense of, okay, I want to be in this business, but I need to make sure that I am doing it the right way. And I am paying attention to all of the details. So it provided me with clarity in a sense of, okay, these little companies, as far as being an actress, they're not for me. They're just not for me. And the third one that I want to touch on is hearing no in general as an actor. So I'm an actor first. And if you're listening and you're not an actor, you're not in the entertainment industry, I just want to say as an actor, it's a hard job. You hear you hear no so many times. There's so much disappointment. And I would say that this is some of the biggest disappointments in my life because coming out here and having all of these auditions and constantly being told no, that can really take a toll on you. So something that I like to say to myself is every no gets me one step closer to my yes. Every closed door gets me one step closer to my open door that I can walk straight through. Amen. And this is definitely an idea that you can apply in any career or anyone's life. You can apply this. And the clarity portion of it for me with hearing all of these no's and having all of this disappointment as as an actor, I gained clarity in the idea that this is what I want to do. Because these no's can make or break you, y'all. And there are tons of people who have heard no so many times that they just say, well, you know what? It ain't for me. And that could be their conviction. That could be their clarity. But for me, hearing no in this way has provided me with more clarity in knowing that this is the path that I want to take. This is the career field that I want to be a part of. And one thing that Pastor Ture said today that really stuck with me is he gave us an assignment whenever we are feeling unclear and we have a clouded mind and we're not really sure what we should do next. He said, do not move until you are clear. Do not move until you gain clarity. Keep digging, keep reflecting, keep journaling, keep praying, keep meditating, stand right there. Do not make a decision, a rash rash decision. Keep standing right there until you gain clarity. Because if you keep on going and you just keep on chugging along and you just keep on going down a path and you say, okay, well, I'm going to just keep on going. And at some point I'm going to figure this thing out. I'm going to find clarity at some point down the line. You don't know if when you look up, you could be way off course. You could be so far from where you wanted to go, so far off from where your target destination was. And it didn't have to be that way. It is totally fine to just stand firm in your position until you are clear with what you want to do. So I'm going to go to the Bible for a second. This is one of the verses that um, Pastor Toure went over in church today. And y'all, please listen to the whole sermon. Like, it's it's good. 
it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. And especially if you're someone like me who has been going through a lot of disappointment lately and just having, you know, some sadness in your heart because things in life aren't going the way that you want them to go or not as you expected. And there's just a whole bunch of unexpected, unfortunate events happening in your life. Please give this a listen. Like I, it was, it fed my soul. It, it fed the depths of my soul. So it's linked down below. But one of the verses he brought up was Proverbs 13, 12. And this is the New King James Version. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And I took a lot of notes or I tried to take a lot of notes while I was in church, y'all, but it was so good that I just, I have to go back and and watch it on YouTube. And that's what I love about going to one church because I can go back and watch the sermon because I'd be trying to take notes and trying to listen and you know, all that. And it's very important to meditate on the word and I'm trying to work better at that so I can gain more clarity in my life. Amen. But I'm going to go over my notes for this verse. So I'm going to read it again. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, which is sadness. But when the desire comes, the thing that you are hoping for, the desire comes, it is a tree of life, meaning it flourishes. So in this verse, the word hope means expectation and the root word of Hope means, and this is in Latin or Greek or, you know, I'm I'm not into like all of the the history behind the words and the origins and stuff, but the word that was originally used there, the root word of that means to wait, to be patient, right? And the purpose of divine hope, he was saying, is to develop your ability to wait is not really about that desire, but God wants to develop your ability to wait because we should be patient beings. Because when we are moving in a rash way or impatient, one, you make mistakes. Two, you just decide on things. You don't give yourself time to make sound decisions. So when God gives you a hope, it's not really about that thing that God is causing you to hope for. It is for the development of your patience and the development of you and your ability to wait. So he was saying that there must be something in the process of waiting that you need in order to walk out and fulfill your identity. That's why you're still waiting on it. That's why you still have hope for it because there's something in that process that you need, something in that process that you need to experience, something in that process that you need to, to learn, right? So we're supposed to live in a consciousness of it's already done. God is good. God already got this blessing coming for me versus impatience, fear that it won't happen, doubt and worry. So my ability to wait is an indication of my faith. If you got faith, then you're not going to be impatient. You're not going to have fear and worry. And granted, those are human emotions. So when we do start to feel that way, we pray and we meditate, we praise God, we worship. 
so that we can flush those feelings out because those are not of God. Those are not of those are not faith filled feelings. Amen. Sometimes it's just not just about what you're waiting for, but how you wait. Or it's not about you waiting. It's how you wait. Because I'll be the first one to say, I'll be waiting impatiently, which is not really waiting. So when we're in these spaces of feeling disappointment, disappointment because something has not happened yet, it's typically because we feel fearful, we have doubt, and we're worrying. But that's because this hope deferred, which means hope literally means to, I mean, deferred really means to extend, to draw out, to build up, which is related to what, what we were just talking about in that process of waiting, that defer, that deferment, there's something that you need in order to receive that blessing. There is something that you still need to learn, something that you need to work out, develop all of that stuff. But sometimes deference can look like rejection, you know, rejection from a job, rejection from uh, relationships, and it can also look like delay. And when this happens, we need to learn how to reinterpret what looks like a delay because a delay is not defer uh, a deferred <laughs> deferment is not delay and when this happens when our hope is deferred it makes our heart sick which literally means we're sad and it's a natural thing and this is the part that I'm going to be a hundred percent transparent this is the part that I have been struggling with for the whole first quarter of this year y'all this is the part that I have been struggling with. My heart has been sick from my disappointments. I have been sad. I have been sad, y'all. I have been sad. I have been sad. And I know that there are other people out there who have been as well. But I'm I'm here to say that sometimes the cloudiness and the uncertainty and the lack of clarity in our lives is because our heart is sick. It's because we are sad, but we need to go into it with a mindset of, yeah, my heart is sick. Yes, I'm sad, but I am getting through it. I am going through it and it is developing me into the person that I need to be. It's developing me into the person that is able to receive the blessings and the overflow that are on the way. Amen. If you allow your heart to stay sick and if you allow yourself to just sit in that disappointment, there is no movement. You're stagnant. Nothing, nothing can happen. Nothing is happening when you're, when you're not moving. And this looks like binge watching Netflix, sleeping all day, not eating, not taking a shower. And I'm literally listening to all of the things that I have been trying to work through in these last three months. The sicker your heart gets or the sadder you get, the more stagnant you are. And sadness does not attract what you desire. It will also stop you from seeing all the evidence of the goodness of God around you, all your other blessings, you know? Like we can become so focused on the thing that is disappointing us right now or the disappointment that we are going through right now that we don't see all the other good stuff God is doing. And I'll give you an example of that. So like I said, at the beginning of the year, or maybe I said at the end of the year, I don't, or at the end of last year, but I'm going through a breakup. So um, I've been sad. 
I've been very sad. And uh, last week I did a solo trip to Temecula, California, and I was sad, y'all. And I was just thinking about, you know, my sadness and I got into an accident. I was coming through a green light and someone blew through a stop sign and hit my car. It was a minor accident. My first reaction was, can life get any worse? And I started to cry. And when I, I, I pulled myself together to handle everything dealing with the accident, but then when I got to my hotel, I felt convicted to just praise God that I was okay. I said, God, thank you. Thank you for keeping me safe. That could have been way worse than it was. And I'm over here worried about something that I don't need to be worried about right now when I should be praising you that I'm still alive. I'm still here because I got hit by a truck, a big truck. And granted, we were going slow because uh, we were in a, a parking or a strip mall type of thing. But sometimes when we are so sad, we can be wrapped up in that sadness that we are not praising God for all of the blessings that he is blessing us with outside of that. We can miss all of the goodness of him around us. And I, I just want you guys to think about that. But something else that Pastor Toure said, and this is why I say y'all got to listen to this episode um, or watch this episode on YouTube, this sermon on YouTube. So something else that he said is sometimes a longing unmet, which is what happens when we're experiencing these disappointments. You're longing for that thing. Sometimes a longing unmet is a spiritual blessing. Let me say that one more time. Sometimes a longing unmet is a spiritual blessing because you can't necessarily see what God, uh, what's down the road. You can't see what God see. You don't know what this disappointment is saving you from down the line. And that's why this is so powerful. And that's why it's so important not to stay stuck and stagnant in your disappointment. And honestly, this is an episode for me. Like I'm, I'm feeding my soul by recording this episode with y'all because I'm living this right now, but you cannot sit in your sadness because the Bible says your desire will come. And when that desire does come, it is a tree of life. It is blooming. It is fruitful. It is majestic. It is amazing. You know, all of this stuff will happen for you. It may not happen in the way that you thought it would or when you thought it would, but it's just deferred and it will come to pass. So once you get your heart and your clarity back from all of this sadness, you're going to set that miracle of your life, miracle that is on your life back in motion. So you won't be stagnant anymore. You're going to set that back in motion because the, strip, the scripture says that that desire will come. Something is coming. Something amazing is coming. And then Pastor Toure says something else that it really stuck with me. And it just, it gave me the confirmation that I, I needed. He said, don't surround yourself with other people with sick hearts. Do not build community with other people who have sick hearts. Other people that are sad too. Other people that are um, disappointed too, because sadness breeds sadness and you can create a pity party and pity parties are real and emotions are contagious. You want to surround yourself with people that uplift you, people that validate how you're feeling, 
people that you trust. But you want to surround yourself with people who are not in that same space as you in a sense of, and and I don't mean if you're grieving and, and you know, go to like grief counseling and group counsel, group grief counseling and stuff like that. That's not what I'm referring to, but I'm referring to surrounding yourself with friends that are not in that same space as you to provide you with perspective on life because you are more than your disappointments. You are more than what you're going through right now. So for me, that's looked like going on walks every morning with my friend Alexis, diving back into YouTube and starting to hold myself accountable for posting on YouTube with my friend Janae, who is also a YouTuber, and also going to boxing four to five times a week. I've built community there. I love my instructors. I'm making friends there. And I'm just building a community around healthy living. And even though I am still feeling a little sad and all of that, one thing about it, y'all, an object in motion stays in motion. So if you build healthy habits, you will keep yourself from becoming complacent and too stagnant, even through your disappointment. And that has been a huge game changer for me in terms of my healing process with dealing with all of this disappointment. And as far as boxing is concerned, it has really, first of all, it releases serotonin or dopamine. I don't know, one of them. It releases that because I'm exercising and I just feel so accomplished. It's the first thing I do in the morning. I feel so accomplished when I do and I just absolutely love it. And it has really been helping me to build healthy community. And I'm also excited through this building this healthy community, I'm starting to eat better and all of these things. And I've already told you guys that every single morning I take AG1 by Athletic Greens right before I go to my boxing class. And they are the sponsor of today's episode. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about them. I decided to give AG1 a try because I wanted to make sure that I was covered nutritionally every single day, no matter what I ate, no matter if I ate or not, no matter if I was feeling sad that day and I just wanted to sit on the couch because sometimes that is what you need. You know, I'm not negating any of that with what I'm saying today, but I decided to give AG1 a try because I just wanted to make sure I was covered y'all. And AG1 is an all-in-one formula that is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that give me major benefits like gut and mood support. It helps boost my energy. It helps recovery, which is so helpful because these four to five boxing classes a week, I'd be so sore. And it also supports immunity, which is all around a great thing. So I take my AG1 in the morning. It's a part of my morning routine and it tastes really healthy, like I've said. And I've already noticed a difference in my mood, in my energy levels. And overall, AG1 has just given me peace of mind because all I have to do is add one scoop to some water once a day, shake it up, and I drink it and I'm good. And I also recently did a trip to Temecula, California, like I was talking about. And instead of bringing my canister of AG1, I just packed some of the travel packs, which are so convenient. Now, I know this is an ad, y'all. And I know I've talked about AG1 in the past, but 
it is so easy to keep up with because it's one supplement that you take versus having 17 vitamins a day to get all of the nutrients you need. And it's been a part of my daily routine now since November of 2022. And it just makes me feel great and it makes me feel accomplished. So if you are also looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash affirmations. That's athleticgreens.com slash affirmations. So check it out. And I also linked it down below in the show notes. So we talked about gaining clarity from your disappointments. And we also talked about community building when you are feeling disappointed. So how do you overcome disappointments, especially when it feels so hard to do and almost impossible? And how do you wait for your miracle? Ooh, that's a loaded question. So these are honestly, y'all, things that I'm still learning. Like I said, I'm preaching to myself with this episode as well, and it's feeding my soul as well. But as far as overcoming your disappointments, this has been what I've done. And you can try it, see if it works for you, and hopefully at least implement at least one of these things in your process for overcoming your experiences. So the first thing is to Accept the pain that you're feeling. And that can be so hard. I know when, way back when, when my um, college boyfriend and I broke up, I didn't want to accept that pain because in my head, we were still going to be together. And I, I always refer back to this situation because in my life, relationship, romantic relationships have been hard. They have been very hard for me emotionally. And the emotions are just so intense. And I remember going to church one Sunday. This was back when I, mm, actually, this was when I, yeah, this was when I was in high school. And the first lady of my church, when I lived in Louisiana, called me to the altar. And she was like, in a nutshell, and I wish I would have wrote it down. In a nutshell, she said, relationships Romantic relationships are the way the devil is trying to distract you. And that's what I got from it. And she said a whole bunch of other things. And she also mentioned something that was going on in my life at the time. And she said, if you don't believe me, say these words to this guy that I was talking to. And if he says this, you will know that he is not for you. And I kid you not, you guys, being the the high school a student that I was, I went to him, I told him what happened and I said what she told me to say and I can't remember what it is. And he said verbatim, and I'm not lying to y'all, verbatim what she said he would say. And that was one of the first times that I really believed that God was real. You know, that was one of the first times that I really said, oh, wow, this stuff is real and this stuff is powerful. And the reason I bring that up is because 
like I said, since uh, she she said that the devil would use relationship romantic relationships to distract me. So fast forward to this relationship with my college boyfriend. I didn't want to accept that pain because I wanted to be with him. But once I did finally accept that pain, I was free from that disappointment. I was free. The shackles were loosed off of me from the disappointment of our relationship not working out. And then once you're able to accept that pain that you're feeling, then ask yourself, what can I learn from this? Or what did I learn from this? Depending on when it happened, when the disappointment happened and sit in that until you're able to answer that question. What did I learn? What can I learn? God, what are you trying to teach me from this? Then after that, reframe the pain, figure out how you can frame it in your mind to be a benefit to you. And what I mean is instead of saying, oh God, why me? Why always me? That's, that's a victim mindset. And that's always presenting you as an inferior person in your life. When you're the main character, you are the hero subject of your life. So you always want to present yourself as such, you know? So how can you reframe the pain? For me, when my college boyfriend and I broke up, I needed to experience that pain to realize that there were parts of myself that I was not loving enough. And once I was able to say that to myself, I was able to heal. I was able to practice self-love. I was able to love on myself in ways that I didn't know I should be doing. So I reframed my pain to say, oh, wow, I'm loving on this guy in this way and he's just, we're not together anymore. Okay, Tyra, take all of that love that you was given to him and pour into yourself. Take all of the energy that you are putting into this relationship and pour it into yourself. Think about how much pain you're going through right now. Why do you feel that pain? Well, first I felt rejected. I felt abandoned. And I started to realize that I had abandonment issues that stemmed from my childhood. Okay, let's reparent that inner child. Okay, let's figure out how to work through those abandonment issues. Reframe that pain, y'all. And then lean on your community. Who do you have in your community that is safe? Who popped in your mind when you heard that? Go to them. And that can be a very uncomfortable thing. And it has been uncomfortable for me in the past, but you got to flex that muscle because as humans, we are not built to do this thing called life alone. We are not. We are nothing without relationships with other humans, introvert, extrovert, whatever. We are nothing without relationships. So lean on your community, only on, only lean on safe people. You should only have safe people in your community, but we that's a conversation for another day. But lean on your community. And if you do feel uncomfortable with leaning on them, ask yourself why. Have a conversation with yourself and get to the root of that. Because people who love you, gonna love you regardless. They are. No matter if you believe it or not, they gonna love you regardless. And they're gonna want you to be okay. And after that, 
Keep moving. Like I said, an object in motion stays in motion. So what are your daily habits? What are some things that bring you joy? Do you like to enjoy a cup of tea in the morning, a cup of coffee in the morning? Do you have a favorite bakery that you like to go get croissants from? Do you have a favorite bookstore? Do you want to start taking a class? Do you love the park behind your house? Think about how you can keep yourself moving versus laying in bed all day or binge watching Netflix for weeks at a time or scrolling on Instagram for 10 hours. Just keep yourself moving because an object in motion stays in motion. And these are things that I am actively doing to overcome the disappointments in my life right now. And on the other side of that, how do you wait? After you have been disappointed because you have an unmet expectation, how do you wait for that blessing to come? This is what Pastor Ture said today. And I'm just going to read you what he said. So the first thing you want to do in your wait is to serve the moment that you are in well, meaning be present in the moment. Do not be discouraged by yesterday or distracted by tomorrow because tomorrow is a distraction. And if you're in today, you already survived yesterday. So there's no reason to think about yesterday. Be present. Today has its own worries. Today is literally filled with enough stuff to keep you occupied in the present moment for the 24 hours that it is present. Amen. And then the next thing you can do is to be poised. Be steady in the storm like a strong oak tree in a hurricane. Center yourself. Meditate on his word. Meditate in real life. And all I mean by that is, or all he meant by that is, even though all of this stuff is going on around you, you have to be centered and one with yourself. And be poised. Keep your head up. Shoulders back. Chest out. Stand tall through this. Because you are strong enough to get through this. And the next thing, be positive. Just like building a community, make sure that your community, make sure that you are not building a community with other people with sick hearts because you want to stay positive. You want to be positive. You want to be optimistic. You want to speak life into yourself because the power of life and death is in the tongue We don't have time to speak negativity over ourselves, even if we're joking. Our tongues are powerful, y'all. And don't worry about it because God is. God is amazing. God is great. God got you. We're going through these things and weathering these storms because it is molding us into who we need to be. And the last point that he made about waiting is to be prolific in your wait. And prolific means to produce fruit. So keep on building. You got a website that you want to get up, build that website. You want to start a YouTube channel, start that YouTube channel. You want to start posting on your TikTok, start posting on your TikTok. You want to build your own media company, build it in your weight. Be prolific, produce fruit. Sometimes just moving will get you out of a funk. Literally taking a picture of your coffee for the day may get you out of the, out of the funk. So resist the lie that in this moment that you're disappointed or super sad that you are barren and you can't do anything. And this is a word to me right now because through 
these last three months, I have been feeling so emotionally drained that creatively I couldn't create. And literally at the top of last week, I said, okay, enough is enough. I need to start posting again. I need to get another podcast episode up. And that's why y'all got a podcast episode last week. So resist that lie that you are barren, that you cannot produce, that you cannot deliver, that you cannot be productive when you are feeling this way. You are designed to be fruitful right where you are, no matter where you are. There are people who are literally in prison creating masterpieces, meaning art, meaning um, goods. There are people who are literally turning their lives around in situations that are just crazy, you know? So during this wait, even though you're waiting, you still got to be prolific. You still can produce. You still have all the tools that you need to produce what you are meant to produce in that moment. Now, whether or not you're going to act on that, that's up to you. But you have what you need. You really do. Disappointments can be rough. I have firsthand experiences with compounded grief and disappointments. But each disappointment I face is molding me into the person I am supposed to be. Cliche sayings like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger are really true, y'all. These moments of unmet expectation are redirecting your path and teaching you tools that will help you later on in life. Even if it feels yucky and bad right now, you are being molded fortified, and made more resilient. And that is a good thing. A disappointment from God is a promotion in disguise. So work through it. Overcome the pain of that no or that not yet. And remember that God is never withholding your blessings from you. If he has said it is yours, it shall be in due time. I want to leave you with this. When it is from God, it comes with peace. When it isn't from God, it comes with confusion, uneasiness, heartache, and fear. You already know what time it is, y'all. It is time for our closing segment. And today I wanted to switch it up a little bit because this message was so powerful today. I want to close out this episode with a prayer for victory over disappointment. So if you are in a space where you can close your eyes and bow your heads, let's go ahead and do it. Dear Lord, we ask that you heal our broken hearts and crushed spirits of the disappointments we face every day. Remove the heaviness within our hearts and give us the strength to forgive. Help us to release the past and continue moving forward. Give us the power to look beyond the disappointments of now and remind us that you will make all things work together for our good. 
Lord God, we thank you so much. And we just pray that you always hold us steady, Lord God. Father God, I pray that everyone listen to this podcast right now, Lord God, that you fortify their mind, Lord God. That is where the devil really likes to get in. Fortify our minds. Keep our minds safe, Lord God. Fill us with a confidence that we can get over any disappointment that we face, Lord God. Father God, I pray that you fill us with a happiness and a joy that no man can take away, Lord God. Father God, I pray that everyone listening to this podcast can receive a word from you, Lord God. I pray that everyone listening to this podcast is excited for a new day. I pray that everyone listening to this podcast, Lord God, is filled with happiness after listening today, Lord God. I pray that you are filled. I pray that you have learned something today. And I pray that this message has really touched your heart. In Jesus' name, I pray. You guys, this has been fun. This has been different for me. Thank you so much for listening to the end. Um, Make sure that you rate the podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. Leave us a comment. I love listening to all or reading all the comments. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram or Twitter. And I will talk to y'all again next week. Thank y'all so much for really being present in this moment and listening to this raw conversation about disappointment because I really feel a lot of us are in that space and I just want y'all to know that y'all are never alone you're never alone so I will see you again next week this is affirmations for black girls